You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week. Last week, we did a replay episode, and man, did I need to hear that. But today, we're going to continue on with our series on overcoming the fear of looking dumb and making mistakes. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. But before we get into that, I just want to tell you guys an update. So if you haven't already joined the Doers community, I do want to give you guys some changes that we'll be making. Originally, the Doers community was in a private community where we met uh, bi-weekly to have accountability calls to keep you on your journey. But after doing some deep diving, I realized that I wanted to serve you guys in a larger capacity and offer you more resources that will help you to begin to execute. So with that being said, I decided to switch the Doers community to a free community through my email list. So make sure that you click the link in the show notes to join my email list and you'll get bi-weekly productivity tips, accountability reminders, and first access to secret masterclasses. That's right. I'll be doing some secret masterclasses to help you guys really begin to execute on those goals. So seriously, pause this episode right here, click the link in my show notes to subscribe to my email list, and it's only going to take you less than a minute. You don't want to miss all of these resources, and if you're on my email list, I'm going to be answering questions that you guys have live on the podcast, but the only way you can get your question answered is if you're on that list, so go get on that list. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. To set the tone for this episode, I want you guys to think about a moment where you were watching a TV show and somebody did something that was so cringe. I don't even know if cringe is still a word anymore, but somebody did something that was so embarrassing on this show that you got secondhand embarrassment just from watching to the point where you had to cover your eyes and just look away. That is how I feel sometimes when it comes to putting myself out there publicly. And I know I cannot be the only one. When I first started recording videos for my YouTube channel, or even when I started recording for the podcast, I would listen back to my voice and I'd be like, oh my goodness. I would like have to stop listening. I would get this just nervousness, this anxiousness, and I would microanalyze every single thing that I said. It was so unhealthy. And I know I cannot be the only one. Interesting enough, when I was really taking some time to just do a self-reflection on why I would even be afraid of being embarrassed, I analyzed the way that I looked at everything else. And the way that I watch TV shows is the same way that I critique myself. And I have to realize that the people are not me. People are not microanalyzing my every move. They're not picking apart every single thing that I'm saying. They're not having these reactions that I'm having in my mind. They're not covering their eyes when I mess up on my words or if I forget what I'm about to say. They're just waiting for the next thing that I'm going to say because they're engaged in what I'm teaching or what I'm sharing. And this isn't even one of my points, but the first thing I want you guys to understand is that 
People do not think like you. There are people that just want to support you. They're invested in what you have to say. They came to learn from you and they're not picking you apart. So give yourself some grace. You have to give yourself some grace. You have to be kind to yourself and understand that everything that you are putting out into the world is valuable. There are people waiting for it. It is important and it doesn't have to be perfect before you release it. Done is literally better than perfect because once it's out there, you can continue to improve upon it. You can get feedback from your audience, which will definitely help you to refine it. But the point is you have to have something to mold. Even a sculpture starts with a lump of clay. You can't build something out of nothing. You need something in order to mold and shape and create something beautiful. And it starts with not worrying or not even not worrying, but not being so hyper fixed on what other people are going to say. Focus on the people that are for you versus the people that are against you. Focus on the people that are going to support you and be invested and show up every time you do something versus the people that are going to be haters. Because there's honestly haters no matter where you are. And since we're out here being transparent, all of my life, people have made fun of my voice, which I think is so weird because honestly, now that I'm older, I absolutely love my voice. But ever since I was like in elementary school, people will always make fun of my voice. Why do you talk like that? Why do you sound like that? And I'd be like, sound like what? Like, this is my voice. And I think it's so funny that God would use the same thing that I was so insecure about for so long for his glory. My voice would be the same thing that God would use to open up multiple streams of income for me. But it took me to trust in what he gave me and to just be confident in myself. I had God really put me in a position where I had to get out of my head. And I think he's such a beautiful father for that because when we allow him to stretch us outside of our comfort zones, when we begin to say yes, even though we may have some fear, you know, still on the inside of our hearts, we just begin to take that step and walk with him. And then as we walk, it's like the voices that were trying to tell us that we couldn't do it, they get dimmer and dimmer and his voice gets louder and louder because we have our eyes fixed on him. I was reading this book recently and I came across this quote that really stood out to me and it says, someone right now is looking for you. Someone is looking for a person who reminds them of herself and makes her feel comfortable. Right now, you are that person. And if you put on a costume, she is going to walk right by you. Another quote that was in the book says, you can't control what people think about you. You can only be authentic each and every time. Now, these quotes in particular stood out to me because there was a time where I tried to change who I was in order to make other people feel comfortable, in order to feel accepted, and really to avoid being embarrassed or feeling um, rejected. And I would try to change my voice. I would try to act a certain way. And it just didn't work. I felt so uncomfortable because I just wasn't being myself. And so when I came into business and I started speaking more, I would still be struggling with that, just trying to figure out how do I fit in. And I remember it made me very like robotic. I, I 
took out a lot of my personality because I felt like it wasn't appropriate for the different um, areas that I was in. And what God was really reminding me is that I made you this way for a reason. The way that you speak, the way that you laugh, your corny jokes, your sarcasm, like all of those things I put in you for a reason. And this quote just reminds me that there are people out here that want to hear the way that I speak. They like the way that I deliver things. They like my sarcasm. They like my dry humor. All of those things that make me, me are the things that are going to make me stand out in whatever industry that I'm in. And so the same thing for you, the thing that you feel like you may be the most embarrassed about, it's the actual thing that's going to draw someone to you. They're looking for something that's in you so that they can relate to themselves. And I think that that is so empowering when we're talking about overcoming the fear of embarrassment or overcoming the fear of looking dumb. How can you look dumb if you're being authentically you? If you're walking in your expertise, nobody can tell you what you're an expert in. You state that for yourself. You show up and you continue to grow and refine and improve, but everybody has to start somewhere. So if you start that YouTube channel and everything doesn't come out perfect, your first video, okay, still post it and make another one. Ask your audience for their input because those are your, that's your tribe. Those are the people that are going to support you. They want to see you win. I want to see you win. So you see, there's people out here that want to support you, but you have to show up. It's going to be super uncomfortable. I'm not even going to lie to you. The first time I got on this mic, I was like, oh my goodness. I knew exactly what I was going to say. I had the script written out. And as I was recording it, I had like 50 million edits for a five minute episode. I lied to y'all not. Okay. I lied to you not. I had 50 million edits. And that's another thing about whatever you're doing when you're putting it online specifically, people only see the end result. So what you see is a perfectly edited podcast episode or you see a perfectly edited YouTube video where there are no mistakes or anything like that. But you don't see behind the scenes when I'm stumbling over my words or I forget what I'm going to have to say or I hit my elbow on the desk and it makes a weird noise. You see what I'm saying? Like you guys don't get to see all of that. But you will encounter that as you begin to execute on your ideas and you can just edit those things out. When you're putting stuff out there, there's always a way to revise and fix things. So just relieve yourself of that pressure to have it all perfect. Give yourself permission to suck. Give yourself permission to be a beginner. I feel like whenever we're putting ourselves out there, we're trying something new or we're even stepping out for the first time, there's all this pressure to show up as this perfectionist, this person who's got it all together. And trust me, I've done that for years where I felt like even though I had all the research and I had the expertise and the experience, I still felt like I had to be all perfect and packaged before I could present it to the world. And I've learned that there's much more value in just taking that leap and showing up, refining later than it is sitting in my head and worrying about what other people are going to think. Who cares? what other people think. You have to get to that point. And I'm contradicting myself because I definitely said in the first episode that I care what people think, but I'm trying to get to the point where I care more about what God thinks and the people that I'm called to than what the haters are going to say or what the critics are going to say. 
Because honestly, the same people who are hating on you, whether in public or in private, are the same people that wish they could be doing what you're doing or they have no intentions on doing what you're doing and they just want to hate. They just want to spectate and criticize and pull it apart. Although they're not doing anything, they're the same people who are in your ear telling you that you're not doing enough, but they're not doing anything. So keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes on the people that are there to support and learn from you and grow with you. There are so many more for you than against you. I'm reminded of the story when Elijah and his servant, they were being surrounded um, by these enemies. And so Elijah sent his servant to go check out what was going on. And literally there were so many men, they couldn't even count them. And the servant was afraid and he was scared. And so he went back to Elisha and he was like, what do we do? And Elisha prayed that God would open his eyes so that he could see that there were so many more for him than against him. And when the servant's eyes were open, he saw a whole mountainside full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding them. So when he was just looking with his natural eye, all he could see was his enemies. His perspective was on fear. But Elisha prayed that the servant's eyes would be open and he could see God's perspective. And when he saw God's perspective, he could see that they was loaded up. They were strapped up. Okay, like there was no way that they were not going to win that battle because God was with them. And so the same thing for us, we have to keep our eyes on God. We can't be focusing on what our enemies are going to say, even the enemy of our mind, the the lies and the voices that tell us that we're not good enough, that we're going to look dumb, that we're going to look stupid. All of those things are just lies that we've believed for far too long. So my prayer is that God will open your eyes, that you would begin to see the beauty that's within you, that you will begin to take your ideas seriously, that he will give you a fire to execute and not sit and bury those things, that he would give you accountability to keep you moving forward. That is my prayer for you. Stop playing around with your potential. People are waiting for you. This wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to click the link in my show notes to join my email list so you don't miss these accountability tips, productivity tips, and have first access to know when I'm doing secret masterclasses. And you'll be able to send me messages so that I can answer them on the podcast. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you on the next one.